Day. I'm Stephanie. I'm Eric. And this, and this is, is Divorce, Divorce Done, Done well. well. Do you like that? Do you like our little Yeah, intro? I liked it. Okay. It was really snappy. <laughs> so uh, it's nice to be back. <clears throat> Pardon me. Oh, yes. Just before we went on the show, I said, okay, don't cough into the mic. And don't bang and Don't on bang. The thing. Both things I did within 10 seconds of being on air. Okay, my apologies. Um, so again, nice to be back. Welcome um, back, thank you. Eric. Thank you. It's been like a month since I was here. <clears throat> um, for all my fans and all of our viewers, uh, I was in India uh, for the first half of, <clears throat> actually the second half of September. I was there uh, for about uh, two weeks, um, <clears throat> just under two weeks. And uh, so that was, um, India is a crazy place. Uh, it was eye-opening. Uh, I was just telling Ziggy before the show, it's like, it's like sort of like being in, a bizarro Disneyland, just because it's like you you're you are exposed to things that well, I guess are very different than Disneyland. But well, <laughs> but but it's just it's like this it's like this world that it's like um, an overabundance, and then there's this. yeah. But it's just it's just like this world that you couldn't create in your head if right. you tried. So in that way, it's like Disney World, but it's also not like Disney World in the sense that um, you're exposed to the most. Um, destitute people yeah. you've ever seen, but you contrast that with great wealth, and um, it, it was just a, and it was a really hard trip too. Um, it's it took about 24 hours to get there, and uh, India is 10 and a half hours ahead of Central Time, so my body never really completely uh, adapted. Um, I did sleep a little bit on the way over, but you, you, it's not the kind of sleep that, you know, we're, we're, it's not a restful sleep. So, um, and it was warm and you, it, the food was good, but I couldn't drink water out of the tap anywhere. And so I was always nervous that, you know, I'd run the water in the hotel and I put it on my toothbrush and I'd be like, oh, fuck, I can't drink that. So I wash my toothbrush off. It's like things you don't even, I mean, things, things that we take for granted. Exactly. Absolutely. Things that we don't even think yeah. about turning on the water in our house. Um, um, but it was a good trip. Now that, you know, it was the longest I've been away from kids ever. Um, <clears throat> so that, that well, part. Well, except when they're at camp. Except when they're at camp. Um, right. And that also. It's different. But it's, it's different, but that also sucks yes, too. Yes, for sure. You know, um, uh, um, so I, you know, I guess the fact that, you know, once you get divorced, you stop seeing them every day, that kind of conditions you a little bit. And I did, uh, uh, we did FaceTime a lot and I did, you know, we made a time, um, where I would call every day. It was at 7 AM your time, uh, afternoon, my time. And so we had that time. Um, and they actually did pretty good. Uh, and they would yeah. call me throughout the day. Sometimes I'd get a phone call at three in the morning from Eli. Right. Um, like, oh, I totally <laughs> forgot that it's not the I know, same I'm like, time. Don't call him. Don't um, call him. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, he's like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm like, it's okay. Oh, God. It's okay. Uh, so that part was hard. Um, 
you learn how much you miss your kids uh, when when you're gone for that long. But um, you know, I think it was also good for that. They were scared for me to go. They were. They both of them. Both of them. Um, I'm not sure exactly why. I think Sadie was more scared about the flight over, like being over the water, being over the water for that long, and um, uh, Eli just had a sort of a generalized fear. Um, uh, but I think, you know, now that he did it once, and I probably will have to go again, he'll, they'll be fine with it. Yeah. But um, it's, a, it's a hard trip, but, but one that, I mean, if you have the opportunity to go, everybody should see it at least once if you can. Um, okay, so, so that's my trip. Okay. So, and thanks for, um, um, you know, carrying on the show without me last yes. week. I, I'm glad Taylor uh, uh, filled in admirably. Yes, thank you, Taylor, if you're watching, but you're probably You got us a lot of views. <laughs> Let's keep it going this keep time. Keep it going. Yeah. So um, I, I mentioned this while you were gone um, when Taylor was here, because I, I think I believe that I do, well, I mean, I do a lot for the kids, and I don't think I realized how much you did for the kids until you left. Um, you know, because it was... it's natural. Yeah. So I appreciate, you know, you, because there were those times, like I missed Eli's football game because I had to take Sadie. I mean, it's not the end of the world. No one, you know, you don't have to be at your kids' everything, but it was just kind of a bummer. Like, you just realize... Yes. Even though you're divorced, you're still sort of tag team, or we are. We're still... Well, and it, I think that even it hits home even more for those people who don't talk after their divorce or they don't get along enough where they can say, hey, you call up the other one and say, hey, I've got to get Sadie to dance at 530, but Eli's game is at 530. Can you take him? Like, what do you do? I guess you just, you're just resigned to the fact yes. that you're, you're just going to miss things. I, I guess, think it like is. you said, it's not the end of the world. And sometimes but, we can't help each other. Right. You know, there are times when you yeah. need, you know, but for the most part, anyway, so that was, that was sort of eye opening. But the other thing, I was talking to a friend about this last night and I was saying, you know, it was hard not having, um, you know, being on for two weeks, but what was even harder and was surprising, I hope I don't get upset, but like having them for two weeks consistently, like not having to move their stuff and not <clears throat> having to get clothes that maybe they left at Eric's house back to my house. Like I didn't realize how nice that consistency was. And then Eric came back and I was like kind of shitty. Cause I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to share them, you know? Anyway, you forget. Yeah, you forget. Um, but that was harder for me, like giving them back, not giving them back, but you know, going Starting back to, to our, our custody arrangement, that was the hardest part for me and the most unexpected. Um, cause it's like a real thing. Cause you know, Eric says that he hasn't been away from the kids, um, as long as he has, as far as a work trip, but I haven't been with the kids that long consistently since we got divorced. So, you know, it, it's been, I've been in a little bit of a funk, you know, just kind of, and it's fine. Everything's going to be fine. But like, these are things that you don't think about. This is added to the list of the things that you don't think about getting divorced. Um, because you don't get to see them every day. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and, and again, you know, I have friends that are married who are like, oh, you're so lucky. You know, you get a week off. But it's just not the same. No, and the, <clears throat> listen, when you're divorced, the time off, the time off is good. Like, you need that time off because when you're on, yeah, you're really the it. only one on. Yeah. So that time off is good. But <clears throat> I'm the same way each week. You know, I think I might have mentioned this on another podcast. Like, I, 
give the kids back and then there's like a sense of emptiness yeah. in the house and quiet in the house and while it's nice to have a clean house for a few days it's also like man I, yeah I, like part of me is missing um but you know at the same time you really need that you really need that time to recharge and and do personal things and and all that stuff it's just it's hard to it's you, but you're right it's one of the things that is unexpected about divorce like well, i don't I, know anybody sorry i don't know no, anybody no. who like relishes those five days like not that when you're divorced not when you're divorced right that's what i mean not when you're i think i think you know part of me it's at times like i said is like gosh i i need that i need that time to recharge but there is there's always that man it sure would be nice to you know have my kids here well and i think from my perspective you know i think i was i was uncertain about these feelings i was like what what's wrong like eric's back i have my co-parent back like, why are you so pissy? And it was because, like, I re- I'm so happy that I am able to put words to it because I wasn't sure what was happening, but I just was sad. And, you know, I guess I just gave myself permission to be sad about having them for two weeks and then going back to the schedule. And, you know, we're adjusting and it's, and it's fine, but I don't know. That's why maybe some of the shitty texts I've sent over the past couple of weeks. Mm. Okay. I've just been, like, totally in a funk about it. So... It's funny, you know, you've been, we've been apart for three years, divorced for two, but like this stuff still comes up, like new stuff that you don't necessarily know how to put language to. So clearly I've been emotional about it, but I'm, I'm getting better. So anyway. And did you come up with that whole thing on your own or, or do you still go to therapy? Well, it's really expensive therapy. Uh, so I go as an ad needed basis. Oh, as an, okay. So I, 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 did co- is... I did come up with it. All I right. did realize it. Giving myself permission to be sad and. Well, I mean, that is like therapy work. I know, that's for what I'm sure. Saying. But, but my therapist did not tell okay, me that. Okay, that's but, good you for know, you. Yeah. But this is, this is my therapy. Well, this is also my therapy. I don't go to therapy anymore either. Maybe we should Probably. go into therapy stuff. No, but you're right. It's really expensive. It's and really expensive. Who has time? If you go to therapy on one of your days without the kids, then like that's one day. That's one full night gone when I could be at home watching Succession. It's also $210. Yeah. Exactly. And we have to pay for our kids to go to therapy maybe. Right. So exactly. anyway. So this is therapy. Yes. Um, that was funny. Do you still go to therapy? That was funny. <laughs> All right, so we're going to switch gears a little bit, which um, another topic, which is also um, putting me in a funk, <laughs> um, is you know you know that you're in a funk when Eric, those of you who know Eric, when we're sitting here and right before the show, he's like, perk up. <laughs> like, you're telling me. <laughs> Eric's telling me to perk up. Okay. Anyway, so, so. Eric and I have, I'm sorry, Sadie, also, we are going to be spending some time talking about Eli once again, but when you are in eighth grade. Or before you're in eighth grade, we will talk about you, Sadie. But right now, but right now, Eli um, is our eighth grader. A teenager. He's a teenager. And um, all of a sudden, I think I've mentioned this before. I think we're starting to repeat ourselves, but there's been like a shift with him where he just thinks that he's, I don't know, 20 and can do whatever he wants and 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 roam the neighborhood at 10 o'clock at night and everybody else's parent this is like the thing now it's going to be like well if everybody else is if you well, jumped off a cliff would 
whatever the saying is, I don't know. Right. But so, so can I jump in? Yes, please. So I had them. I had the kids this weekend, and um, I experienced it all weekend. In fact, up until two minutes before the show started, I was still getting texts and phone calls from Eli. It's now he wants to spend every free minute with his friends. And I think that's a that's normal. normal teenage thing. And I, you know, part of me is it's you want that for your kids. You right. want your kids to have friends and, um, and want to spend time with them. If he wanted to spend all his time at home, I'd be concerned. Right. Um, uh, be like that with, with the kid in 16 candles. Remember when I just want to come home and be with, with you guys. guys. <laughs> so be with you guys. So I'm glad we don't have that kid, but we've got the exact opposite of that right. kid who wants to spend from the moment he wakes, wakes up. up, he is trying to make plans to do anything he can to not be home. So, so we have, we want, <clears> we <throat> maybe have questions like, do you let your eighth grader? Yes. Well, I around? would love to hear back from people. So last night, Eli, <clears throat> Eli, um, we had dinner at home and then Eli was making plans even during dinner. And he, um, he and his five or six friends, boys and girls decided they were going to go to the movies. Okay. At the AMC. And um, I'm going to tie this back into being divorced, too. Um, <laughs> and it, it was starting to rain out. Um, and he's like, he's like, my friends are going. I really want to I really want to go. So I'm having this internal debate in my head. It's it's so they don't have school today. So, yes, it's a Sunday night, but no school today. It's fair day. Um, so I'm weighing in my head this this um, knowledge that we have to let him grow up. Because he keeps saying that. And he's saying, if he's saying he's it, like, but I'm also, yeah. I'm also feeling it too. Right. Like he's in eighth grade and we do have to let him grow up a little bit. We have to show some trust, let him make mistakes. Right. Yes. Um, um, but, but I weigh that with, <clears throat> I really want him home and I don't trust him. Um, and it would sure be a lot easier <laughs> if we could just sit on the couch and yes. watch Mean Girls. Right. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but I, eventually I gave in and <clears throat> driving him up to the movie theater, I'm having this discussion with him, and I'm just trying to go through all the things in my head that I want to, I want to impart to him in the five-minute drive. And I'm like, Eli, you need to understand that you're, the things you're doing now, you're out in the real world. Like, if you make a mistake at the movie theater, let's say a friend of yours dares you to steal a box of Junior Mints. I said, you're not going to get a detention. You're going to get arrested. That's stealing. That's theft. And you will go to jail. And I said, you're going to be, you're an adult. You're not a kid anymore. So, so I'm trying to, I'm trying to impart all this like in scary like adult wisdom in AMC. four minutes to the AMC. But I, I find myself doing this more and more like, like in these tiny little snippets, I'm trying to parent him. Um, and I don't know what's getting in, what's not, but, but more than anything is what you said. I don't know what the hell is appropriate and what's not anymore. He's telling me in the in the text while we're sitting here, um, all of my you friends. Sorry, all of my friends are going to the fair, and and so and so's parents are going to drop us off at the fair. Why can't I go? In fact, he is he is calling me right now <laughs> as we speak, and I guarantee you, he is calling me to to beg me. He to knows let him also to go. that we're at yeah. The he top. doesn't care. He, he does doesn't not. Care. He does not right. give a shit right. that we're doing a podcast. Um, and so I'm like, Eli, are you telling me your parent, your friend's parents are letting them go to the fair and just walk around by themselves? And he's like, yes. So last night, not, not for the fair, but for the movie, I texted the mom of one of his friends. And I'm like, the one who I, I know is generally, you know, reasonable. And, um, and I'm like, are you, I'm like, is this okay with you? Cause like, right. cause I don't know if it's okay with me. She's like, I don't even know anymore. 
She's a, and she said something, and I'm like, she's like, I'm not religious, but damn, Jesus, take the wheel. Seriously. And I'm like, that is, you summed it up. I wish Jesus would take the damn wheel. Right, because I we have don't know. No and then clue. we'll go back and forth. Like, is this okay? Yes, and so that was my point about being divorced. You know, so in a, in a lot of ways, I'm trying to... I'm trying to make decisions, but also have you in mind, like, would mommy, would mommy allow this? He, he won't stop. I mean, he literally won't stop. It's going to go on until I answer. I probably should, we probably should answer it and put it on the, on the line so people can see what we're dealing with. I, I can call out through our phone line to that number if you'd like. It will totally put him on the spot. Yeah, I don't want to do that. But we should. It's a good idea. Um, <laughs> uh, so anyway, so yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm in my head. I'm like, is this the right thing to do? What would... Stephanie say we need to be on the same page because I sometimes worry he's going to call you even though I don't think he really does that and that's one of the good things I think about being divorced well because you kept well. asking has he called you has he called you right and he knows I think he knows generally at this time at this point not to call you because you're going to either say what did what, what daddy say you're you know it's it's his call or um, you're going to call me and we're going to work through whatever the Yeah, the also, answers. our kids do still call us mommy and daddy, yes. which I'm go I'm, I will my only I have some friends it. that like are like that's so weird but like I I'm so happy. So am I. I'm so happy that Eli does it. I hope yeah. he does it till he's 18. I'm sure at some point I'm waiting for one of his friends to be like, "Oh, you still call your dad daddy?" Right. And he'll be like, "Oh, yeah, it's not cool anymore." Right. But until then, I love it. Right. I don't know why I just felt the need to say that. Okay, so if you guys, any parents out there, like, we need help. Like, do you have feedback? Like, we decided not to send Eli to the fair. Just feels like that's not a good idea in the eighth grade to, to go. But maybe that, maybe, maybe you do. And the other thing he does, the other thing that they do now that we, I am, maybe I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure we didn't do this. They go to somebody's house. And they yes. stay for a little bit, and then they walk around. And this is at 10, 30, 11 o'clock, yeah, like 12 o'clock at night. Like, they're literally roaming the neighborhood when it's, you know, dark. Like I, can't, I feel like that's definitely probably not something. And yet, we let them do it. I, I know. I don't know. Because, that, because they, they are being allowed to do it. Then, then, then uh, we're at the football game for for Eli last Tuesday, and one of the moms—I mean, I'm not going to say any names—but one of the moms of the kids that Eli's been hanging out with, I asked. I was just doing some digging to find out who's this person's mom, and then Eric's like, "Go, go introduce yourself. Go say hi. Say we're Eli, you're Eli's mom." I'm like, "You go. Hi, I'm Mike." Yeah, but you're better at that stuff than I am. I, I am. Totally awkward about it. I will embarrass me, you, and our son. If you go do it, it'll seem totally normal. I know, but anyway, and so like that's another thing. Like when your kids are little, you do play dates and you go and you know right. we don't know any pa we, don't we know, know like parents. four parents. We don't know who who are friends. Also because you're not very social. I mean I, I want to meet all these people, but you Yeah. Uh, right, that's right. I'm I'm not very social. So um this is turning into a podcast on advice like how how yeah we're not giving advice we're not we're giving advice asking we're for asking advice we are literally like asking how you to old? like what are the benchmarks i asked a girlfriend on the way over here and i was telling her the story she's like i don't remember i'm like that's not really helpful no no we need help yes we need specific ages of your kids when you let them do things so that we know if we're doing i it feel right like we have we have done a public service with this podcast for the first <laughs> 
11 episodes. Now no, we're asking 13. I think. Okay, fine. The first 12. So in the 13, maybe you can help us out a little bit. Yeah. feels like, you know, feels like we're owed. Yeah. Well, I know that I pretty much had free reign right around eighth grade. You did? You free reign. Yeah, what, what does, does that, that mean? mean? Free reign was pretty much my parents trusted me enough that I wasn't going to get into serious trouble. So all you I would. curfew? Uh, not really. Was it like, like 11 o'clock? Okay, well, that's a yeah. curfew. That's a real curfew. But like, you uh, were like roaming yeah. the neighborhood, Ziggy? Uh, yeah, well, uh, mine. Let me pop the camera on, on myself for a second. Yeah. Uh, so. <laughs> Yeah. So Ooh, yeah. So my uh, my situation was weird because I live right on the edge of the county, okay. but I went to school in middle school and uh, high school uh, in in Dallas proper. Okay. So like downtown and right. everything. So a lot of my friends didn't live where near where I was. Right. So I would have like if I was in my neighborhood, I would have free roam, uh, but if if I was out at a friend's house or something, they just trusted me. They were like, yeah, don't do anything stupid. Well, maybe you so. might. Okay, so I mean, I think that's. I did do stupid stuff, though. <laughs> I am going to preface that with I, I did get into occasional trouble, but it was nothing that was, like, like serious. Or, well, I'm yeah. talk about the Whataburger things. That's not even, I mean, that's nothing. That's like. That's stealing little placards, but could does that next turn to. Something else? Kleptomania? Kleptomania? Yeah. He or comes home with like nine Whataburger. Like, like the things that say number four on it and like these little stand-up table tents. Feels like you're not supposed to take those. You're definitely not supposed to take those. He also told me that his friend, they went to Whataburger the other night. And um, I, I said, I don't, I don't know, we were just talking. He said his friend ordered 15 orders of fries, four burgers, and three shakes. And didn't pay for it? No, he. that's what I said. I'm like, I'm like. But he had to pay for it. He's like, oh, he did pay for it with a credit card. Oh, so everybody has credit cards. Well, at least too. this boy does. Well, no, I have heard kids say, like, put money in my account. <laughs> it's like they're in prison. Put money on their books? Like, yeah. what are you talking about? And, that, and that's, I mean, he's many years from that happening. I mean, can you imagine? Although I think he would, I, I would trust him No, with but that. you can do it where you're just, like, limiting. No, I so know. like he has access to your checking account. No, no, no. You could buy him his own debit card yes. and you can reload it. Yeah. I mean, I would actually trust him with that. I think he would. Eli has a good head on his shoulders. He really does when he wants to use it. And that's the issue. He doesn't always want to use it. Yes. I'm wearing my readers now because when you turn whatever age I am, you can't see just with your contacts. Do I look smarter? Yeah, totally. Just my eyes look magnified. Big, yeah. How many missed calls do you have from Elon? I have um, two missed calls and two messages. <laughs> Can I please go to the fair? <laughs> So-and-so just got picked up, and they are all going. I will get a ride there and back. No, no, I don't think so. He's And he's calling again. Okay, so on that note... <laughs> Again, please give us any advice you have on teenagers, because we clearly have no idea what we're doing. And I think that's it. <laughs> and cut. <laughs> no. Thanks for joining today, and we will see you next time. See you next time. time. Bye.